Welcome to Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. We're here for podcast 202. Yeah. Uh, I'm Dave, and on this week's podcast, I'm joined by Dupe and Joe. As the others just didn't, they didn't feel right not being in a room together and didn't want to record with us. But uh, how's it going, boys? We all good? Yeah, I think Curtis still. I think Curtis <laughs> still upset about last week. He can't handle the banter. Yeah. Was, yeah and the fact it, that I'm, I know he'll listen to this means it'll rustle him. So, Merry Christmas, yeah. Kay. <laughs> it's lucky your mates because it was definitely bullying. I watched a video back there I had of you two and there was like, it was like a proper scrap. Was it a wrestler, a spear? Yeah, Curtie stood up, speared dupe and then they were having like a little penguin high five, little bitch fight. So. I'm pretty sure Curtie calls that foreplay or horseplay. If you want to see that video, you need to tweet five star pod and just put like, Jelly wrestle or something. <laughs> if you get and five that, tweets, tweet if five tweets <laughs> of that, well, I'll tweet it anyway. I'll fucking, um, I'll tweet you five times. <laughs> <laughs> now we did have a quite a chunky podcast um, written for this week, but we thought obviously we'll wait. Didn't turn up. <laughs> Not this again. <laughs> Not this again. Uh, but obviously, because it was. I don't want to make any more. I was going to say big subject. Uh, because it's such a girthy subject, we thought we'd uh, shelve it for when the other boys return. There's a few more of us. So we just kind of have a, a sort of old school update of all of our saves. I know Joe's been playing a lot more. Dupe has had a lot going on in his save as well. Uh, play a little bit of FM on the side. Fantasize about football, hopefully coming home as well. So um, who wants to start? Joe, I've seen a lot of updates on Twitter. So... Sir Alex Ferguson challenge, Leicester City. How's it going? Who's playing that? Gary Lineker, sorry. Yeah. Griff Shagger. Yeah. How's that loving going? It, to be fair. Yeah, loving it, mate, as you can probably back, tell. Baby. He's back. Yeah, well, yeah. We won't call it a comeback, but <laughs> it kind of is. Because I've been sitting in disco, you know, with Dope, and uh, I've been playing it pretty much every night. And I'll, I'll definitely say I'm, I'm loving it again. I know you're loving it, Joe. Do you know how I know you're loving it? You're outlasting me. I'm asleep. And Joe's still clicking. I can just hear Joe clicking away. Normally, it's the other way around. I'm doing something and Joe, all year on Joe's side is... <laughs> but now it's the other way around. It's <laughs> when I'm walking meals. <laughs> what, um, what season are you in now? Because you're smashing all for right. every time I speak to you. Every time I see an update, you're looking at another season. It's because we haven't so, seen you in uh, ages, Dave. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, used to hang out. He's got, got mates now in the real world. Yeah, got Trincal, haven't you? Yeah, we we looked after him all through lockdown, and now it's been lifted. He just goes out of his real mates. Okay. <laughs> Cheers, Dave. Cheers, Fabio Silva, good friend Nelson Samedo, Reese Nelson. Any of, no, yeah, no. What? So what's what season even then? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean the third season, Dave. So obviously you start November the sixth, is it, or whatever it is? Yeah, I it. can't remember. And now I mean I'm just gone into January of the third season, so yeah, it's it's going it's going okay. Obviously, I think for the realism of the Sir Alex Ferguson, um, a cup run is kind of on the cards. That's what you need to do. I was close in the semi-finals of both last season. Uh, I'm in the semi-final of the Carabao, which we shall get onto uh, shortly. That's that's literally my next game. So. Yeah, hopefully we can uh, we can reach a final and maybe go one step further. Um, but at the moment, I'm just arguing with players because they want to leave the club even though they've signed contracts, got minimum fee release clauses, and pretty much just being dickheads. I think I think we need to talk about the man. 
think we need to talk about the spearhead of your system, Gerald. The man that is absolutely bagging it for you. What are you doing to Bellotti, mate? And why? How, how is Bellotti scoring so many goals for you? Um, to be fair, I think it's this season because I bought in Ikone mm. and he's playing on the right, cutting inside. And he's already in January, he's already beaten the assist record for Leicester. So I think he's actually just creating like a little partnership. So he's playing as an inside forward on attack with Bellotti as a pressing forward on attack. Um, and they just they just link up really well. Akoni's just, he's just powerful. He's like a good Adama Traore. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm trying to work out. So if you've got a pressing forward and you've got an inside forward on the left, are you you playing four triple two? I'm literally going old school four three three or Ooh. four one whatever you want to call it. It's four, basically one, um, I have a deep line playmaker, a Carolero, and a box to box midfielder. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, those three are Camavinga playing as the DLP, oh. uh, Wilmar Barrios playing as the Carolero, and oh. Wilfred and Didi playing as a box to box midfielder. <laughs> the, so the, it's oh, it's the, a sexy little midfield. The girth on that, like the size of that uh, midfield, is disgusting. <laughs> And I, what annoys me a little bit, Camavinga, he gets fucked really easily. He does. Like, yeah. He's always knackered. So <laughs> it, I literally, I just rotate him with Tielemans, which is you a know, great replacement. Um, and then, yeah, I've got a Kony who plays uh, on the right, cutting inside. And then on the other side, I either play James Madison or um, Buadu. So when I, it's kind of like when I want a bit more attacking threat, I'll play Buadu on the left, cutting in. It's his first season at the club, so I'm like not putting the pressure on him to be the talisman straight away. Um, you know, he's my second choice behind Daniel Marlon. He went elsewhere, so I ended up with Buadu. And to be fair, like it's just it's a sexy front three. I uh, managed to get the old boys off the wage budget. Cashbush um, Michael went at the end of last season. He went off to Qatar. I can't even remember where it was El Halil or something like that. Um, and then. Just before uh, Christmas, Jamie Vardy came to me and said he wanted to leave because he's he'd kind of done enough at Leicester, wanted a new project, and he went off to Celtic. So wow. that was kind of 300 grand off the wage budget for those two players. Um, it is weird with Leicester, although you, you get you probably, you get like 50 million a year to spend, but they're always like, you get a couple of months into the season and they'll be like 10 million in debt. And by the end of the season, you're 30 million in, in, in the red. And when I was looking into it, kind of commercially, they've got a stadium. They only got a thirty-five thousand seater stadium. So obviously, in terms of getting the revenue through the doors, yeah. you don't get that. But also, the stadium sponsorship is only three million a year because obviously it's all all tied in, isn't it, with the owners? So it's you're not getting commercially. You're not getting a great deal. So they probably sit like mid-table commercially for income. So it's. Um, you do really have to look at trying to get some players in and sell them for money, um, <clears throat> which I'm doing at the moment. But obviously, I've got about 10% of my transfer budget. Flipping like, So whatever I sell, I get about 10% back. So it's really difficult. At the moment, I think it was about 40 million in the red going into the January window. And I'm like, right, well, I'm going to sell um, Dennis Pratt. I'm going to sell maybe one or two others. I've got Vardy off the wage bill. And I'm like, I'd just like to get the balance back to zero. But obviously, if you if I lose someone like uh, Milinkovic, who literally Bayern Munich, Man City, Chelsea, they're all kind of bidding for him at the moment. I keep basically saying, you pay seventy million, or you're not having him. He's got a ninety-one million pound release clause for a Champions League club. Yeah. 
So like anyone who's not, I'm just saying, look, give me 70 million and you can have him. Like he's not that great, but they, they want him. So I'm like, but my fear is if I sell him, I'm not going to release enough money to be able to go out and get somebody else. So Soyuncu, he wants to leave because he's Lord Farquhar looking motherfucker. <laughs> um, which will only leave me with Fafana and uh, one of the under 23s, Ben Nelson, I think his name is. So I'll be really, really short at the centre half. Pretty much like having Curti back there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck not even here. <laughs> but. Yeah, so Fafana is an absolute uh, beast still though right yeah, he, yeah he's, 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 a, he's very 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 good um, as I say if he goes like last year but Milankovic I managed to keep him I've just obviously um, I've just turned down a bid or I haven't turned it down it's the annoying thing of football manager where you say you want 70 million and then they pull out of the deal and then they go I can't believe you haven't let me leave yeah. well, I did I said if you give me 70 million you can go I'll, I'll pay your Uber but <laughs> He's then gone, oh, it would have come with a great big um, pay pay rise. And I'm like, okay, how much to keep you? 105 grand a week. I'm like, all right, I'll pay you 105 grand a week and I'm going to give you 100 million release calls. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully this is what happened last year and they, I managed to keep them. But there comes a point where I don't want to keep just bending over and take like just spending more to keep them. I've just done it with um, Leverkovic, the centre-half. Uh, centre-half, goalkeeper, beg your pardon. And... Uh, he went from like 50 grand a week up to he wanted 60 grand to stay and I'm like yeah happy days so mm. yeah it's a bit of it's, you have great players and obviously they want to be signed don't they and they want to go to the, the big clubs which is fair enough but you know I'm like there's a price that you have to pay if you want one of my players so obviously first season what have been the position so far then? First season was a little bit lower, wasn't it? How did you finish so they, second season? So obviously took took them over at, in 19th. Yeah. And finished 12th. But I was only five yeah. points behind, out of Europe, but finished 12th. Had yeah. 19 draws in that first season. So obviously the, the plan is in the next season, just look to convert half those draws into wins and you should easily be up the table. And yeah. I, th- I think without looking, I came sixth. Because mm-hmm. I'm in the Europa League, so I come sixth yeah. last season, and then I'm currently sitting third in <clears> January <throat> behind Man United and Man City. Do you think, obviously, you mentioned some of the names that you signed there, and this is obviously a question for, for everyone, really. I think, in, in terms of like recruitment, do you think this year's game in particular is? I know you talked about your financial restraints then, and I think everyone this year, especially, is sort of almost learned how to be a lot more. Cl- or, clever and wiser with their finances do you still think it's too easy to sign players on this game as in like high quality reputable players no it depends who you're depends who you're talking about yeah because like I've obviously you know you say Camavinga playing in there yeah he he wanted to leave he was transfer listed did he ask five million did he ask to be uh, to treat you as a stepping step I don't recall do you have a release clause in there uh, probably yeah. let me just sign this let me just finish Milankovic's contract and I'll tell you <laughs> so uh, we'll just need to, uh, well, whilst you do that I'll just uh, kind of talk about Ajax and say that because it kind of links in with Leicester kind of not okay we're, we're top of our league or like we're, we're the best team in our league but kind of level on probably reputation power with, with Leicester to be fair of being able to pull to sign the players everyone that I signed when I was at Ajax wanted to treat us as a stepping stone there's just no respect there, you know. So 
yes, they don't have minimum release clauses now. But the reason that they had the minimum release clauses was because they want to treat you as a stepping stone. You manage to get them in, you win a few trophies, and you're like, actually, let's give you a new contract. But let's take that out. But every single person that I signed for Ajax, most of the ones that would probably go on to bigger and better things very quickly in the in the contract promises were like, yeah, let's just treat you as a, uh, as a stepping stone. I want a minimum release clause. This is it. And it's locked by the agent. And there's not much you can do. Yeah, hundred. He's got a release clause of one hundred and ten million uh, for Champions League club. Yeah, how much are you signing for? Uh, Forty-five million. Good oh, days. He's a beast. I don't think I've, I've, don't think I've managed you, to get him at, this year. He's uh, to be fair. I think I've had him a couple of times. Did I? Have, I think I had him at Inter. Didn't you I? Had him at Inter. Yeah. <clears throat> and on this one, he's definitely better. Mm. Like, he's he, very he's good. Just, um, he's a baller. He is oh, very, just the runs you see him making there, the passing. Um, yeah, he's he's very, very good. But the then fact- I really like, um, I signed Mikkel Damsgaard, the, the yeah, Danish, Danish guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, he, he's very good as well. What was he, like a number 10, is he? Or? Yeah, he plays kind of, you know, like across, he'll play in any position across that front three. I'm going to have a look at him on my save because I'm a few years in now. Let's have a look. Yeah. Uh, this is awesome mine. He looks all right. Just all right. Because this year Zaniolo is um, was very good for you, right, Joe? And he was it was disgusting for me. Um, but a, a few people have said that they hadn't been able to get much out of him. So I don't know whether it is hit and miss as much as it's been in the past. But like um, my Camavinga or my old Camavinga, which we'll touch upon, like he is like he's twenty in my day of best. Sixteen passing, sixteen vision, sixteen technique, sixteen first touch. His composure 16, decision making 17. It's just like even playing and tackling 16. So I, I was playing him very defensive. He could play anywhere along that midfield line. Like he yeah. could play a shadow striker. You know, he could play any oh, attack midfielder probably. But like that, that passing is just, just at, at seven, it's at 20 is nutty. And he's got 18 determination. It's ridiculous. On my uh, journey, man, he's 23 now. I'm just looking at his attributes. It's absolutely ridiculous. He's at Arsenal on this. Maybe United. Um, yeah, well, it must be easy to sign players then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Did he go from? Yeah, he went straight to Arsenal. 50, uh, Fifty-nine million in the 23-24 season. So, yeah, he's he's a beast. But um, it's good that you're enjoying it though, Joe. It's like you know, smashing it in the team and and the formation just looks sexy, man. So it's been it's been very nice, very very nice. Um, Have you- have you linked us to the formation, Jack? Can, can I see your lineup whilst you chat? Sorry. Uh, yeah, hang on. Two seconds. Oh, it just says you're doing it. You know, I yeah. know the viewers at home can't watch. This, but... this is excellent for radio. Yeah, <laughs> I can I can fill it in. Um, I'm good at filling. Brilliant. As it all goes yeah. quiet. That <laughs> <laughs> looks yeah, good today, just... Dave. Um, yeah, no, in. I'm lying. No, yeah, I would as well. There you go. Oh, there we go. Yeah, okay, that's decent, yeah. What does it say? Till pass it there, top left. No, I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at your screen. Oh, you got. I, t- I t- how Fafana is not in that starting eleven is brutal. On, I've never, I don't think I've used a Carolero this year. So that's the Shuttler, right? That's the one that just. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty okay. much, I've kind of used two players. I wouldn't really class Indeedy as a box-to-box midfielder, no. and I probably wouldn't say Barrios is Carolero. But I was just trying to to get the midfield to kind of just move together if you know what I mean like they just kind of they those three move as a unit 
So yeah. Camavinga will kind of step up to where Ndidi will kind of move forward. But he's more like a, a pressing central midfielder, if you know what I mean. Like he's not really a box to box. He he acts more like he'll go and chase down a defender to go and tackle, which he's really good at doing. So yeah. he's kind of he's, he's more like a, a, a central midfield press rather than him actually just him, kind of going back and forth. You see him scoring many goals, Joe? No, until the last game where he just scored two. Yeah, <laughs> I was, like, oh. I was going to say, so, like, well, I don't, sorry, dude. Zambo and Gisa, I've got playing as a box to box in a two man midfield. And I, I say he scored goals, you know, he gets a few. Like last season, he got uh, five in the league, but he gets himself in loads of good positions. Like, and if he's one of them, I mean, he got nine goal contributions last season. Um, but you know he was always almost that pass winning the ball high like that press like you say and then playing it to like the striker or the winger to cross it in mm. for the goal um, so it, I've, I've, I've enjoyed using it I've got that next to a box to box next to a DLP so it's a good role as well to, to be using I'm just I'm trying to work out so you've, you've sent us your Camavinga as well right so Camavinga's got 16 stamina 16 natural fitness 15 work rate he's playing as a DLP defend where to be fair, he's got two runners in front of him. I'm just wondering why he gets so tired all the time. Because Sam on paper... Good, natural fitness is good. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like on paper, you'd think that everything there, kind of the roles, unless you've got some crazy PIs on him, but... Nah, role, it, might, it might be that uh, you're playing extremely high tempo and lots yeah, of pressing Yeah, it says he's well. high press, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. He, just like, he just likes a holiday. <laughs> Oh mate, it's, looks, it looks good. Looks and you got Thomas, good. which we haven't really mentioned. Who's who is a very good player, right? Very good left yeah, back. Yeah, he's good, Luke good Thomas. player. And and again, it's part of the kind of Sir Alex, isn't it? That you you have one player from your academy yeah. in your squad, like your first team squad. So kind of him playing left back is ideal for me because then he's always in there. Yeah, yeah. Surprised the um, well, not surprised, but not not a huge amount of homegrown talent in the squad there, Joe. Is that no, something you might have good. to worry about in the future? Oh. No, no. Is no, Iverson? class is homegrown. The goalie, because he's uh, there. He's been no, there. He's a settled so. player. All right. He, yeah, he's a settled player. But yeah, it's pretty much Madison, Thomas, and Thomas. Mm. Then I've got um, my third choice goalkeeper is a new gen goalkeeper. He's in the first team squad. I've got Ben Nelson, uh, Hamza Chowdhury. Oh, lovely um, little guy. Keenan Dewsbury Hall, Dwight McNeil, Harvey yeah. Barnes. Oh, I forgot you signed Dwight. Harvey Barnes. We saying about Camavinga, like different versions of him. Obviously, you know how good Dwight McNeil was. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the network safe, he's ponying this. What are you playing him as in this inside forward attack? I've I've tried him as everything. I've had him as a wing back. I've tried. I was going to say because you were you had such success <clears throat> with a wing back. Well, I, I played the inter tactic um, when I brought him in. And he just, he was poning. Every time I play him, he just seems to be dog shit, which is really annoying because he's been so good on other saves that I've had. Must be one of those things. But, yeah. Dude, um, you've had a little bit of, I was going to say drama, but you've had, you know, a change in scenery, haven't you, recently on, on your yeah, save? I've moved, I've moved the office around, mate. Um, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, it's been a bit... So I don't know where to really start. Last conversation we had, we were we were very much talking about we were sat in the hotel room, weren't we? So it was about two weeks ago now, crikey. And we were talking all about um my Ajax save and kind of the, the wonder kids that we brought in and et cetera, et cetera. So um we finished off that season 
we won the league, we won the cup, and we got absolutely, absolutely roughed up by Liverpool in the Champions League. And I thought, do we just go on for another season and just kind of almost float to, to get this achievement? So we're here. Well, this save, we're trying to get the 20 trophies and try and be in like some sort of Hall of Fame. That's the two uh, uh, kind of things that we're trying to hunt for. Uh, I could probably do it just at Ajax, but it was getting a little bit tedious. I mean, the summer, uh, I needed to spend the money. Like the, We had so much money. We were selling so much uh, players. They gave us £110 million to spend. We sold £233 million worth of players. <laughs> so we're like, we had a massive budget. I didn't really need anyone. And I ended up buying Victor Osima for £128 million. Why? Because I could. And it just kind of, it got to the point where we were getting that kind of don't get me wrong, Victor Simmons is really good in the game, but he's 24, so he's only going to get better. Uh, he's got minimalist clause, as we spoke before. You know, it's it, he's very much a stopgap here just to raise his profile. But we're struggling to get that top tier of talent, which makes it easier to to compete in the Champions League. Uh, the, the, the one time that we won the Champions League at Ajax, we were very lucky with the run, and we spoke about this in the last pod, um, that we played, we played Roma, we played Bayern Munich, a bad Bayern Munich side that was full of injuries. Then we played Arsenal, which is Arsenal. And then we played Atletico Madrid. So we didn't play like the top tier. So we got quite lucky with that. Um, anyway, my contract was running out at the end of the season and I just thought, we're not going to renew. Let's see what's about. So I didn't renew. It got to the 1st of July and then they put me on a month by month basis. I, I, I just assumed if you didn't sign a contract, that's it, you'd bugger off. Um, so, uh, so we left on the 2nd of July. And Inter Milan came in for us at the on the third of July, so we went over to Inter Milan. Uh, Tottenham offered us just a job as well, um, and that was just, to be honest, just too much of a challenge. Uh, which sounds a bit stupid, but like they had no money and no players. They have Harry Kane, and that's it. So you'd have to sell him and then try and build a squad. It basically it'd be like Gareth Bale all over again. <laughs> so I've come into I've come into uh, Inter Milan, and they've asked me to sign uh, high reputation players. Italian players spend my budget. My budget was two hundred and eleven million pounds. Wow! Which is why I now see why you know when I we always joke about the network save. I never had any money. Joe had always had the money. They literally chuck money at you, Inter. I can see why he needlessly spent money where he didn't really need to. Um, so yeah, I just kind of came in. I looked at the squad. I was like, oh, we've we've got a few good players. We have no defenders. We have Hakimi and Barella. And Lukaku, and that's probably about it. So um, I went out and spent a hell of a load of money. Um, bought players such as Paul Torres. Um, I bought a lot of defenders because we didn't have any, but I bought... Um, who do we buy? We bought Paul, Paul Torres. We went and uh, raided Ajax for Zagadou because he was on... Uh, they transfer listed him the minute I left for a fraction of his value, so we went and got him. Barisic as well, the left back, who was just amazing for me. Um, I got him for seven and a half million, so that I kind of couldn't turn that down. I got that Turkish goalkeeper we were talking about about that I signed for Palace offside offline, Dave. Yeah, Kahir, is it Kahir? I know you like to pick yeah. me up on uh, pronunciation. I, can't, I, can't, I know what you mean Ugachan Ugachan Kahir. Yeah. Well, I, I signed him, and I signed him for seventy-one million. I think like yeah. almost like they know we've got the money, so you got to spend. You, you know, we're going to ask for more. Um, Windle, we bought the Owen Windle, the the left back, the Dutch one. We yeah. bought him for eighty one million, uh, and then that uh, Garvadal or Garvadal, 
the yeah, centre back be, from uh, Leipzig. We, Leipzig, yeah, we were talking about last week. I bought him for 80 million. Um, we bought Abubakari, uh, Abubakar Kamara uh, in for 20. He was really cheap. Got, got him, got him back in. Yeah, got him back to Inter. It was quite funny actually, but he was really cheap. And the fact that he can play centre back, he can play DM, and he Libero. can play, he, yeah, good libero. He can also play kind of higher up as well. Yeah. And we bought Florenzi in because we realised we haven't bought an Italian player in yet. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> but we spent so far three hundred and fifty-five million pounds. Right, flipping egg. We've sold two hundred and forty million pounds worth of players. Like, He's like, not even in the Champions League. We're not even in the Champions League, Dave. No. It's not, no, we're in Europa. We finished sixth last year. We like we had players like was that Origi. you though? Or that no, 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 no. This is this is me. I've only joined. I've been at the club two months and I spent that amount of money. Um, but like Renato Sanchez was there and Titi was there. Ericsson was there on like five million quid a week like his his salary was nuts this is and his massive money wasn't it it was like 265 grand a week what 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 season is this now like fourth 2023 year? so yeah fourth year, fourth, yeah. they had they had a 36 year old Kilo Navis in goal so yeah. I just got rid of him Kilo um, Navis yeah good player yeah he's alright but 36 Dave he could, he's yeah. about 4 foot 2 as well he's, he's not very yeah. good um, I Nathan Aki they had I've released him in the end you released him yeah I, when yeah. I joined Wolves I had him for one year and then I oh, thought okay. like it'd be, be on mad wage at like 38 so I just let him go yeah so we sold all these players we're, we're gonna take like the total Van Duke ball on on, on tour <laughs> and we're gonna try it in Syria um, which I, I vowed after doing the Palermo save that I would never go back to Italy but the Lukaku I just wanted to play as Lukaku basically like this system that like, absolutely loves pressing forwards and he suits it so well. Um, so yeah, basically, we're going to see how that goes. Uh, I still need a shadow striker. Um, so I kind of want to buy Graven Birch, but I shouldn't really. Um, and I could do with a backup Libero. And I kind of want to buy uh, Eric Garcia from Ajax, but I probably shouldn't because I don't want to make it too much. Um, so I've signed all that and I still have 111 million to spend, Dave. So, um, you know, send me a Christmas list or something, mate, because it's just nutty. Um and I thought, oh, this is just a one-off, you know, new manager in, we've had a bad season. Um, let's just chuck a load of money at him. Our predicted transfer budget next year is 217 million. Flipping it. In our projections. Like, we just got this money just every single year just to spend, spend, spend. Um, mad. So yeah, so, that's kind of it, really. You said, well, so this one, you're going to try and do the uh, achievement for 20 trophies. Is that... Yes. Is that league titles or just in general? Well, it says uh, 20 cup trophies is what it states. Um, so and like I don't know. Cups or league, isn't it? Maybe. I'm assuming it's, ju it, so what it's have you got, just cups. What have you got so far? We've currently got... Bear with. Uh, we currently have eight. Mm. In, in three seasons. Well, that's, yeah, that, that's pretty good going then. So maybe yeah. in three or four years and, you know... You'll be close. Yeah, and I think like it's this this time because we've been able to purchase that next level of talent. I'm not buying youngsters like we had to do it. Ajax and don't get me wrong, if you keep that squad at Ajax, that that, that squad's going to do bits in four years' time. But now like we're buying instead of buying the 19, 20, 21 year olds, I'm buying the 26, 27, 28 year olds. So I'm hoping that we're kind of further down the line where actually we're building a good little side. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we'll we'll be kind of hitting quite a lot of streams this week, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, 
kind of how this system and how it actually takes off in in Italy because I don't know it might our first match is against Juventus so we'll, we'll <laughs> soon find out <laughs> that'll be good um different well nice bit of change but you still got some of the players that you you know from Ajax as well without yeah. going too overboard no the thing is I might walk into here and we might win everything in two yeah. seasons then we'll just go somewhere else and then maybe we'll put the thing as like I just can't sign anyone that we've already managed in the save yeah. or it's like it's almost like I think it's like the a journeyman but you start incredibly high up right so it's just just see how it's it goes good, don't it? it's to, just something different top I've, level. Yeah. I've never done a stream save which has involved me moving jobs the whole time I've been streaming and making content and to be fair normally playing the game because if we ever do it I've always saved in kind of moved that and, 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 and that's the thing <laughs> I always save I, I kind of split the save fork it um, but here I've just kind of went fork it and just and just went with it but no I I'm, I'm excited for it and like this morning was typical you know I planned to do a two hour stream and kind of three hours later I go shit we've been streaming for a while because it just <laughs> it's just totally different the notebook came out today as well it's a bit of a challenge because we're not in the Champions League. Like I went straight in for Belotti after kind of listening to Joe screaming his name for the last <laughs> two days. Um and because he's you know, he's Italian and he's high profile, he just and he just rejected us, you know. We got everything and he went to Madrid instead. So it's not like we've got the pool pool yet. We need to get in the Champions League and kind of get that back. But mm. um AC Milan have just signed Pep Guardiola. Um, and uh, Napoli have Carlo Ancelotti and Ooh. Inter have me. I mean, it's like the network save all over again <laughs> and the manager styles, apart from <laughs> me and Inter. Yeah. But I mean, talking about sort of journeyman type saves, obviously got the, I haven't, to be fair, Segway. last way. Segway. <laughs> yeah, a couple of, um, last couple of weeks I've not played too much or as much football manager as I would have wanted, but uh, pretty much, about halfway through now, the 25-26 season I am on the journeyman uh, with Wolves. I've only lost one game all season uh, in all competitions, but I'm still I'm second in the league now, one point behind uh, Man United. Um, doing all right in the Champions League group. I've got out that uh, top of my group with one game to go. I had Juventus, Hertha Berlin and Dynamo Kiev. Uh, so done well there. But it's one of them, we're doing quite well, but at the same time, it feels like it's been a really, really slow start and could still be a lot better. Um, I'm having a couple of contract issues like you were saying earlier, Joe, because obviously last year we won the league and there's players there now that are still on like 30, 40 grand a week and we're competing towards the top again and they're thinking, right, I want a new contract. So yeah, I've got like uh, Tommy St. Jago, who's a Dutch centre-back that was at the club. He's on 40 grand a week and he wants like 100 grand a week now, which we can afford, but sometimes it's just the principle, isn't it? It's like... They're greedy like, bastards. Yeah, can I, do I want to be giving you 60 grand a week more? Um, so there's there's a few of them going on. But in terms of like recruitment and stuff, I still like, I get a lot of money from the, the board anyway. Like there was about off sales and stuff. I had about 100 million last season that I just didn't spend. Like this season now going into January, I've got 93 million if I want to spend it. Um, and I'm not actually going for the top, top, top players. I think I'm sort of being a little bit more reserved with it, but being a bit sort of more clever with it, with the signing. So there's a lot of new gens coming up now, like from Portugal in like the Benfica, Porto, a couple of Braga had a couple of good ones, like Premier League level players for like four or five million pound, which is just mad. Like I, I tried to get, um, before that I tried to get Conte Sao, 
like I think you did you sign him in the end Joe the, yeah the I had him on loan yeah, I was going to get him, and, and, he was... and then his dad told him to come home. <laughs> they, he rejected me to go to Man U, um, but then there's like a new gen called Fabio Freitas who I signed, who's just rapid. Uh, so I wanted just a young backup uh, player. I got him from uh, Porto Menense in Portugal for two point eight million, and like he's just he's just he's just class. Um, but Fabio Silva batted back huge bids for last season. He scored me. Uh, 22 goals in the league last year, 25 in all competitions, and Newcastle bid 90 million and 95 million for him. And I thought I'd accept a bid if he gets to 100, uh, like up front, and it never quite got to that. Um, so I've kept him, but he's been pretty slow so far this season, but he's actually to filthy now. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, quickly, I'll quickly drop a screenshot in our chat so you, you lot can see him whilst I'm talking about him, but at, he's still 23, so still coming towards, you know, his, his peak level. Um, but, his physicals are towards a top level, six foot two as well, which is nice. A build and technically and mentally. Still using the editor. <laughs> no, mate, that's it. Is that what I even, I even the showed you two at the hotel there. Oh, I know, I know. And what else did you show us at the hotel, Dave? He, he does look very good. Nah, yeah, he looks good. But I, I got, an, I bought a new gen last season because Jimenez is. I've still got Jimenez, uh, but he's come. To, he still looks good. To be fair, he's not as quick as he used to be. So he's just an impact sub, but he's on a hundred grand a week as a third or fourth choice now on his last year of his contract so I'll probably let him go so I'll sign another guy called again another new gen unfortunately but uh, Alton Borges again Portuguese but he's uh, he looks really really good um, so and Gravenberg who we, we've spoke about last week on the pod brought him in really good got a good amount of goals already from the number 10 position um, but yeah I mean, I'm still enjoying it when I, whenever I can play it uh, it's good fun and even players like Pedro Neto are just ridiculous. I've never seen him. Turn. I never used him that much in the um, in the save I did earlier this year with Wolves. Like I always had him in the squad, but I just never played him that much. But he's dynamite, dynamite on this save. So hopefully, I don't know if I'll win it this year. But once I win the Champions League, obviously I can just end this journey and uh, see what else happens. See if I can um, jump on another save or not. This squeeze out another save this year. Is that the end of the journey, man? Well, I might, I might do, but in the Champions League, seeing it. Portugal job, take them to the Euros, World Cup. Yeah, I, could, I, could, I, I did want to do an international save this year, but pretty much missed the boat now. So, oh, yeah. I should have done it. Well, Euros is nearly over, isn't it? By the time I finish this. No, nah, be starting the new trend, do it after the Euros. Don't... <laughs> I was going to yeah. do a, I mean, someone would probably do it now. I was going to do the one cap challenge. No. Or no cap oh, yeah. challenge. Yeah, yeah, like you call up players that have never been called up for England before or don't have an England cap and try and win their Euros with them. So um, I'm sure some chief will start that series tomorrow now. So Right. Um, weird flex, but okay. Weird flex, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty mad this, like, uh, I was looking, like, the 2021, 2020-2021 uh, season, I was at Brackley. I actually left them in 2022 and three years later, I'm in the Champions League with Wolves so I know easy, it? was it Curty put something out the other day about journeymans and being a little bit too easy in terms of getting it forward my my sort of career path you could sort of see it happening but it would I don't think I would be able like Brackley I got them promoted to the National League and took a, a League 2 job a League 2 team that were disappointing then won, won promotion with them and they went straight up to a good championship team so that's a pretty big jump. And then from 
not even getting playoff football with Cardiff. No, I got playoff football with Cardiff, but I lost in the final. We're getting playoff football and then jump into Wolves, who had just exited the Champions League from their last manager. So they are a bit of a jump. But you look at attributes, I'd always say, surely it's going to be on attributes. But my attributes are still sort of, I say average, they've, they've, they've got better now because I've got the coaching badges. But world reputation or uh, national reputation must rise very, very quickly, I'd imagine. So... That'll be interesting. Like, and I saw someone say as well, you start unemployed with no coaching badges, you get offered the Wigan job straight away. You know, so. Um, Good advice. Yeah, I think it, I think it was a year or two ago. It was you couldn't even get a conference job. It was like ridiculously hard. So maybe they've switched something behind the scenes and maybe sort of swung it too much the the wrong way. But yeah, it's still enjoying it. I just put in the uh, I put in the chat there. Obviously, uh, my star signing of the summer. Who's that? Gareth Bale. Oh, my word. Gareth Look at his physicals. He can barely walk. I've got him in for the golf trips, to be fair. Oh, he's on a, <laughs> he's on a low wage as well. 12 grand a week. Yeah. Yes. I just thought uh, my plan was actually to bring him in to play as like a DLP register type player. Yeah. Just literally no movement, just literally ping balls around because his technicals are brilliant. Yeah. But he just can't, he can't walk. Yeah. Got good, te- right. yeah, good technique, good passing. He's got poor match. He's got poor fitness when he don't even play. Obviously, uh, like I said at the start of the podcast, is uh, we did have a, a, a chunky, big topic planned, uh, but hopefully the the other boys should be back from next week, and we'll get that one uh, done and dusted. But again, unfortunately, no quiz today. But yeah, that brings episode 202 to a close. You can find the links for each of us in the podcast description or by visiting WeStreamFM.com. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every week. Thank you all for listening and there will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, boys. It's coming home. It's coming home.